Good Shabbos. Shalom Aleichem, everybody. And you made it. It's the end of the week. Happy Friday. Everybody, let's cut right to the chase. I don't want to waste any time. Let's get after it. Good Shabbos. Shalom Aleichem, everybody. I'm going to cut right to the chase. Let's get deep with this one. A lot of cool concepts. Yalla. My beautiful, beautiful souls. Let's kick this off. Infamous Mike Tyson, he has horrible quotes, but this one, I'm telling you, he's found some chokhmah later in his life. Everyone that you fight is not your enemy, and everyone that you help is not your friend. Remember that. Separate person, these are different people that said this. One finds one's path to destiny when one tries to avoid it. Remember, after all, the wrong road always leads somewhere. Those who escape hell never talk about it, and nothing much bothers them after that. With that first quote, one finds one's path to destiny when one tries to avoid it. Of course, I agree with this because I don't agree with free will, and hindsight is always 2020. You always know what options you could have made after you've already made one. Therefore, when you have gone off the path metaphorically, indeed, you have fulfilled some sort of destiny. That has already been done. You cannot change the past. And this quote really reminds me of acceptance. And I want you to remember that you need to accept fully, fully let go and accept everything that's happening. And I'm not saying you don't have this perceived control that you can make choices. I'm here to tell you that you have a program like a computer running through your brain and you have to be aware of it. And that is our existence right there is just being aware because awareness is forever being in the in the moment being mindful is forever good things bad things are just constructs that have a start and an end point presence has never started has never finished the the when we say presence the words the construct the form that was that is fake that has a start and end it's a belief it's a definition it's a label However, actual real awareness, something that's real, has no start and finish. It's never been created. It's never been made up. cannot be destroyed. cannot be created. Pure mindfulness, pure presence. The present was never created. It just always has been. So, extrapolating that quote, you find your destiny when you avoid it. Because whatever happens, you have to accept because you cannot change it. And that ties into the second part. After all, the wrong road always leads somewhere. Indeed. Third part, those who escape hell never talk about it. Nothing much seems to bother them after that. And isn't that such a poetic way to to put together that when people are damaged, they have also accepted. They're not bothered. They don't talk about it. I find that very poetic. This next stuff I'll be mentioning, there's a lot here. This actually could take up the rest of the podcast, to be honest with you. It was a video on YouTube called The Mind of Man Can Lift Anything. Wow, it was incredible. So, so inspiring isn't the right right word. Uplifting, truly. Let's begin with this quote. I slept and dreamt that life was joy. I woke and saw that life was duty. I acted and behold, duty was joy. And I remember getting goosebumps and just wanting to cry when I first heard that. Because we're all schwitzing. We all want the the stress to end. And when you hear this, you realize that yes, when we were sleeping and dreaming, life was joy. We wanted joy. And as Buddhists say, we should not want because wanting is suffering. So when we slept and dreamt, life was joy. 
I woke and saw that life was duty. We wake up and we see, ah, I need to serve. I literally need to do these things. We have a duty to do things so we don't die. To, to finish this off, I acted and behold. Listen, I acted. We go out and we do. And behold, duty was joy. Life is joy. That first dream we had that was joy, just pure bliss in Yiddish, nachis, in this ecstasy feeling. Now notice when we act, and when it says I acted, it means I did serve. When we serve, behold, that service was the nachis, was the joy. Beautiful. I love it. Folks, before we continue on, I really want to tell you, I've been reflecting a lot on how fulfilled I've been and all the nachas in my life. It makes me quite emotional, actually. It's incredible, this contentment, but not stagnant, the contentment with the process I'm in right now. I'll look back at these 11 months and I have way more than I could ever imagine. And I guarantee you, I will miss today. I guarantee you that. I want to come right back here to this day where I had no responsibility. I was in full peace mode with tranquility. I don't think I'm gonna have that down the road depending on certain life circumstances. And isn't that weird? Am I creating a self-fulfilling prophecy by saying this? Why am I even pursuing more? Should I just stay with this lifestyle? Or will this lifestyle get old? And will I have regrets that I didn't start a family and go do other things? Because doesn't that make logical sense? So do we have to get illogical to have a fulfilled life? And I'll explain. I just told you, I will look back at today and miss it. But just because we miss a, a moment in our life, do we wish we were there forever? You tell me. My answer is no. Look at Abe Lincoln's life. People respect that man. Would they want to live his life? Absolutely not. He's gone through shit. <laughs> Will I look back and respect my hustle in my 20s? Absolutely. Do I want to live that life again? Absolutely not. Therefore, that is why I'm pursuing more. I know that the peace... And this gets deeper because I'm just observing this program saying this. Literally, this is just a robot. This is a pain body, as Eckhart Tolle says. Just spitting out all this. I want, I want, I want... I'm already at peace. I'll forever be at peace. I don't care if I reach goals, if I don't reach goals. This is, I'm just watching this meat suit with sodium potassium pumping electricity through my brain. I'm just watching it. I'm just observing like it's a movie. Whether I do reach all these goals, whether I'd pursue more and have regrets, I, whatever happens, I'm at peace because I'm always going to be present. I'm just thinking out loud for the podcast, people. That's all. Now, to elaborate deeper, because I want to keep elaborating on this, I truly am living the life right now. Truly, I am living the life, and that is exactly why I'm able to work like an animal. I can learn languages, love everyone genuinely, have nothing but sympathy and compassion for others. I can exercise all the time. I can be a creator. I don't have to be super sleep deprived. And this is because I'm living the life right now because I get to do whatever I want right now. And, and it's not like I'm choosing that. You can do whatever you want. There are certain things you don't believe you can do, and so you won't do those. But whatever you believe that you can do, you will. Simple. It's really simple. Self-image ceiling. As Maxwell Maltz says, we have a self-image ceiling. Your self-image, 
for example, is is you can't be an astronaut, you will never be an astronaut because you set the self in your ceiling. Simple as that. Uh, something. This is. Um, sorry, sorry, sorry. This is something very few people have, by the way. I, I just had to collect my thoughts. And, and I'm saying this out of just pure gratitude. A few people get to experience, I think, what I'm experiencing. And they only get to when they have enough money to retire. I, I'm so lucky that because of my job, because of the time I have in my job, I get a sneeze coming. They, <coughs> excuse me, only folks that can retire can do what I'm doing. Learning languages, loving everyone, exercising whenever they want to, create, work like an animal, like without the kids. This is truly, that's why I'm so grateful. Anyways, I'm going to move on. I'm going to move on because it's crazy. Like, I haven't even made my money yet. I haven't even seen the world yet. I haven't even made my money. And just, I, I'm so excited for the future might hold. But that's all in my head. It's not reality. So I'm present in this moment. Excuse me. I got to blow my nose. I have a question for you guys. Will money and time and seeing the world enhance this nachis, this joy? Or will it create a void? Think about that. When I do get more and I'm living it up, will that create a void? Will I say, eh, you know what? I actually miss all that. Like I, I started this whole thing off with. Will I miss this life? And so will I try to manifest this exact lifestyle again? Because, again, I'm just truly living the life right now. So, deep question. I don't know. What I do know is I I think I realized one of my greatest purposes this morning. As Jay Shetty says, to serve others. That's it. If you live, live, read, live like a monk. He says this. We are meant to serve. Organically, we're meant to give from birth. This is my own opinion. We birth children. We organically give. I slept and dreamt that life was joy. I woke and saw that life was duty. I acted and behold, duty was joy. Beautiful. I'm going to wrap this puppy up with this concept of philosophical suicide. I remember finding this because the algorithm is so good it knows when you're even going through mental health struggles. And yeah, I had a little suicidal period in my life way back. I don't want to talk about it. But... Instead of actually ending my life, philosophically ended my life, I, I had this thought of I'm already dead in the sense that I am forever mindful. And so grasp this with me. You've died, but you're still living. Just like when we actually die and this body doesn't work for us anymore. But that thing, the essence behind our consciousness, the soul, you could say, I don't know, whatever, continues on. The opposite of the manifested continues on so the unmanifested world fabric for reality dimension again whatever word you want to use that unmanifested the opposite of the manifested everything physical in our world the opposite continues on when you have tapped in to the unmanifested by being present because the presence never goes so that's exactly the same as the unmanifested it never goes away you in essence are at that peace that you are at when you are dead when you are not conscious anymore And the you is not the you that we all think of. When we hear you, you think of your meat suit, the electricity pumping it to make it move. I'm talking about the deeper you, the you that has never been born, the you that's never died, the you that is actually interconnected with everybody, the you that is one. 
Philosophical suicide, that is where you have died, but you're still alive. Mentally, you are present and anything, anything could happen. You're at peace because you have already submitted to the manifested world. You, you, you don't become a pain body. You don't, which means when you're pretty much a zombie, when you are parasitic and you're just moving like a robot, like a zombie that can't control itself because of programming instead of being aware of programming. That is what I'm going to conclude with today. That's been on my mind lately. I've been just so grateful that every thought and feeling is just immediately is no connotation. Like even this good feeling I have, that's a hormone. That is a chemical being released and I'm aware of it. And that is peace. And this is why I am not only excited, but not scared to die. I will be at peace just like I am now. It's this constant, never-ending state of nothingness that is so... It's not a roller coaster ride. That's why it's peaceful. There is no predictability, no lack of predictability. Anyways, folks, I hope this inspired you to become present and mindful and feel this sensation that is nor good, bad. It's nothing, and it's forever, and it's eternal, and that's what peace is. Folks, have a great weekend. I love you all genuinely. I want the best for you. I hope our paths cross. Whew. <clears throat> and uh, I love you all. Take care. Spread the love. Good Shabbos. Shabbat Shalom. Shalom Aleichem. See ya.